Good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode of the Unleashing the Future of Work A Guide podcast live and direct on all your popular channels from Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, you name it, and Twitter too. And today I'm joined by an awesome friend. I used to go to college with this guy. I used to go to school with them. Shout out to Texas Tech University. Palumi Oke is the CEO of Palumi Oke Bespoke, a menswear line focused on providing quality tailoring services to men of all body frames across all personal and professional spectrums and a senior business management consultant at EY, one of the major big four accounting firms. Today, we're going to be talking about a variety of different things ranging from entrepreneurship to remote work to the future of work and really just hearing his story on how he's built his business. And, you know, one of the things I'm really going to get giddy with him about is the creative process to building anything. Uh, in his case, a menswear line, right? And we're really, really go deep. We're really going to go deep on that. Before I bring him on, I would love to show love, love to our amazing audience who's tuning in from around the world. Please comment in the comments where you're tuning in yeah, from, so I can show you some love and recognize you. And as we go through this episode, if you have any questions for Palumi or I, feel free to ask them as we go through this episode. It's going to be an awesome episode. I've been looking forward for this episode for. Wow, now because Palumi is such a great friend and such a great guy, and we're gonna go deep. So, without further ado, I would love to bring on Palumi on the show. What's hey, good, man? What's up, man? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you I'm doing well, brother. How you doing today, man? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. It's a happy Thursday. Yeah. You know, all these days feel the same. These days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah, thank true. you for it's such true, a, true. a thorough introduction, man. You make me feel special, bro. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely it. man absolutely and you're tuning in for, you're in dallas right now right i am i am yeah. man. i am in dallas I am yeah dallas. wow man how have you been hanging here doing covid man um staying safe staying inside <laughs> <laughs> i'm not taking any chances man you know like i haven't, I haven't had a haircut yeah. in literally months man my wow. that's why i have a cap on you know anything wow. honestly just to keep my keep myself safe keep my family and friends safe um, yeah possible and um, yeah. kind of work itself out so i know it's in due time man we'll be we'll be right back outside yeah. we all love to do and, and everything like that so uh, yeah yeah man how are you i'm doing well man i'm doing well i've been doing the same thing man just staying safe you know houston's actually back in action now everyone's going to work yeah, and yeah universities again it's 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 it's, it's interesting i want to show yeah. love really quick to the street hello street from india shout out to you man thank you for wow. tuning in Shout out to DeAndre, who's saying, what's up, Tim? This is Dre from Access with Ruben. What's up, DeAndre? Haven't heard from you in a while, man. Thank you for tuning in and viewing today's episode. Palumi, man, I would love for you to share a little bit about, you know, yourself, you know, and all the awesome work that you do and, you know, how long you've been doing it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. So um, as Tim said, I am a business consultant at Ernest & Young. I've been there for a little under four years now. I'm all around the range of business management, project management, and organizational design. Um, that's my immediate work. And um, on the side, I, I dabble in um, some fabric, to be specific. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm, a, I'm a suit connoisseur. Uh, I make I make uh, bespoke suits from scratch um, and by hand, and I've been doing that for a good while as well, over three years now. So wow. um, those, are the, those are the main things that I've been balancing and, and, and kind of pushing forward as far as the future of work goes. And, of course, just planning a little bit in real estate and trying to um, submit myself get a footing in real estate in Dallas as well. So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, so tell me, I mean, how long have you been passionate about because you, you know you've always kind of wanted to start this you know yeah. scootwear business, man. So Absolutely. where did that like passion stem from, bro? 
So the, the passion actually came from college. You know what I mean? The, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Good, old, the good old days, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back in school, man, I'm a, I'm a big guy. You know, I'm two, yeah. two, two, three. I weigh 235 pounds. The likelihood yeah. of me going to a JCPenney or a mm. Macy's or Dillard's to find a suit that fits me properly is just not likely. You know what I mean? It's mm. not like I have huge arms. You know, I'm not built like the regular mannequin or the regular human being, which yeah. I pride myself on doing, you know? Um, and just through frustration, pure frustration through yeah. college and postgrad, um, I could never find anything to fit me like I wanted it to fit me. You know, I, mm. I know I know how a men's suit is supposed to fit. I know how a specific shirt is supposed to fit properly, um, comfortably and breathable. Uh, and I wasn't able to get that from the retail markets that, that are out here now, you know, or that yeah. somewhat out here now as they're currently closing. But um, <laughs> that's a topic we'll get to later. But, <laughs> but um, you know, I just, I, I wanted to see the change, you know, mm. um, and from there I just went on with it and trying to figure out the best way to go about it. You know, luckily for me, I know what a, a quality suit is supposed to look like. Um, yeah. I did my research, studied as much as I could, utilized YouTube to get yeah. the information that I, you know, that, that I needed. Um, and just started on my journey on being a business owner. You know, it was, mm. uh, being, being a business owner was something I've always wanted to do. Yeah. But um, now, I mixed that with the fact that I actually just had a, a problem that I needed to solve for myself. Um, mixing those two together, um, that's how the Pulumioki brand was born. That's huge, man. You know, shout out to Senna who's tuning in from Minnesota, I believe. Oh, Thank you so much, Senna. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, as, I'm as excited about this episode as you. You know, I would love to get your thoughts, amazing guide, community. You know, when was the last time you <laughs> wanted to start a business or what business are you looking to start? Let us know in the comments below. You know, Palumi, I want to I get your thoughts on it. What was the moment you realized that you had to start and build your own side hustle, man? Oh, man. Uh, immediately, honestly. I think as soon as I graduated, and got a job um, within EY, and I yeah. think within, within like a like six to twelve six to twelve months, I kind of realized that it just wasn't enough for the type yeah. of lifestyle that I wanted to um, wanted to live. And I think you actually said it perfectly. It yeah. said, um, it's, I believe I wrote it down. Let me pull it up real quick. It says the only job security you have is the one you create for yourself. Right? Yeah, yeah, and that's, yeah. That, as soon as I uh, this is this is something that you that you posted recently, but it's kind of like been my mindset for a while now. You know, mm. like. Um, I didn't want to bank on one source of income for the rest of my life. You know, I didn't want to bank on a company um, mm -hmm. to kind of support and be my um, my only source of income. And anything could happen in any single moment. For like, for example, a pandemic like this that no one's seen coming. You yeah. know, uh, you know, I'm grateful. I'm blessed to be able to still say that I'm employed uh, with a great company. Yeah. That really need a, you know, opportunity, but it's not any many people um, in the position like me, and a lot of people that are you know going through it right now. And it's it's just a, a terrible feeling. And it's a feeling that I personally never want to um, want to feel, and if there's something I can do, as well yeah. as enjoy, keep me creative, keep me active, um, um, keep me um, fun and active. Why not? Why not do it? Yeah. You know, that's that's when I really my entrepreneurial spirits kind of were born. Um, within a year of being with EY, I just realized that everyone else above me had. <laughs> yeah, everyone else is entrepreneurial. Exactly. You know, you know yeah. and they're they're making the money work for them. So I have to talk with one of my managers actually. Uh, he's the reason why I even got into real estate. Yeah, you know, he does a lot of flips, um, buy and flip homes. Uh, he dabbles in stocks. He dabbles in all types of things. So, um, yeah. you know, why not me? Essentially, is that type of mindset. So, uh, uh, I don't. I encourage everyone. It doesn't have to be the entrepreneurial spirit that you're that you're you know thinking of but if there's something yeah. that you enjoy and you can monetize it by any chance figure out a way to do it to the point where even if you if even if no one buys it you'll mm -hmm. still enjoy it that's one of the things that i told myself in my suits that if no one bought a single pair of a uh, single uh suit for me 
Yeah. I'm going to wear my shoes, right? <laughs> you know, All right I'll right. make them for myself. You know, yeah. You know, I'm going to wear them myself, and I'm going to yeah. be going to rock them well. So, like, it, it was a it was a win win for me, man. There was no way for me to lose going into it. But, um, the risks were very very minimal. We'll start yeah. my own business and my entrepreneurial work to walk. So, I'm looking to get into other ventures and do other things as as life progresses as well too. So. Yeah, man. But I think it's what, what I love about, you know, your story and kind of your mindset to is the fact that, you know, the work that you're doing is very meaningful to it. So it's easy for you to find joy in it, whether, you know, sink Absolutely. or swim. Right. And Absolutely. I think a lot of people, when they start a venture, whether it be a, a side hustle, a small business, or they're trying to build a, a billion dollar company, they mm -hmm. often kind of just optimize around. Well, what if people don't like this? What about the feedback? Yeah. What if I fail? Yeah. But they don't mm -hmm. love the joy of the creative process. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly, which is extremely important. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you don't if you don't enjoy it, don't do it, man. Like, <laughs> don't do it. Seriously, like, as, as, if you don't enjoy it, man, because yeah. there's a lot of things out here that can make you money. Let's yeah. let people very clear. Yeah, you know I mean? that's true. There's a lot of things out here that can just simply make you money. But as far as at a, at a time will tell if you have a passion for it or not. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like it, it's pretty clear to say, even within this pandemic, right? We've been in it for pretty much all year. Let's say five months of 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 chaos. In yeah. The world, right? And of course, no, all the weddings are getting canceled. People are not yeah. in the office. Me specifically, that my my actual business plan is on hold right now when it comes wow. to the suits because no one's no one's buying suits. No one's going yeah. anywhere, right? But if you if you ask me if my joy of it is gone, absolutely not. I'm still wow. <laughs> I'm still motivated. I'm still, if not more, motivated yeah. to figure out. Okay, how can we flip or 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 adjust to this time? of the pandemic or what can we do yeah. to, to kind of flip it and and, and if, even if it's not suits how can we use what we already have built the baseline the, the foundation that we have to kind of transition into elsewhere and transition mm. into whether it may be you know the online market or figuring out something to be active and and useful within, mm. within the world you know so um it's just a it's if you have the passion for it the the joy never goes away no matter what's uh. going on no matter how bad you know things around you may be man it's not just uh, a monetary thing that's the plus mm. that's the icing on the cake but you still got it you still get to make the cake yourself you know man. yeah man that's I'm, powerful that's powerful yeah, and shout yeah. out to crystal who's saying hi tim excited about what you do crystal in north carolina thank you crystal for the love i appreciate you awesome, man. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> you know so you know with Bloomy, you know with you embracing entrepreneurship kind of like mm -hmm. how has that kind of encouraged you to like embrace the future of work as well man oh immediately you know i think um Entrepreneurship comes with you being aware of what's to come, right? Mm. From, from, the, from the mindset of an owner, you kind of have to move with the times, you know? I think it's it's one telling, which is one of the reasons why I actually wanted to bring this up. It's very, very telling for companies um, that are now, you know, either foreclosing or, or having mm. that kind of shut down shop that, of them not moving with the times, man. You know, like I said, it's not the the online retail market is, is next level now. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what now. So for me, being in the menswear line, I think it's very, very important to have a, a very, very solidified um, online presence, which is where we're going next. Mm. Uh, you know, um, I think that's the perfect part of moving with the times. And, you know, I think I heard today that Neiman Marcus is filed for bankruptcy. Um, a couple of days ago, J. Cruz is filed for bankruptcy. And I think it just shows wow. that the, the the world of brick and mortar is not, it's just not the same anymore. No one's mm. going to that stores to really, to really um, just shop like that. It's, when, when you can, click 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 and have your have your item in front of your door within a, a day or two um what's the point of going inside of a store to do that you know what i mean so mm. and then you go into the process of actually making a suit specific for me uh what i'm moving with the times with is making sure that okay how can we how can we digitize the process of the suiting that we do 
you know, from taking measurements to, to, yeah. to getting the, the proper photos, to getting the proper me- uh, the proper fabric that you want to move forward. How can we get that on an online type of platform? So mm. You don't even have to have a, a human interaction because people don't want that anymore. There's a reason why these stores are closing. There's a reason why all these items are uh, all these uh, big name companies are, are filing for bankruptcy because there's the 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 brick and mortar world is just not going to be the same moving forward. You know, mm. and that's what that's what I um, I challenge all entrepreneurs to make sure that you're thinking of this moving forward and you're thinking of how you can how you can progress and push that forward um, with these times that are, are as we move forward to the year, the upcoming years, and you don't suffer, so you don't suffer the same fate that these big name companies that have been around for you know so long are now suffering you know so yeah i think what's so interesting about you too is that you really know your market like you know you're, you're, you're reading and you're yeah. analyzing and at the same time you're making those adaptations right because oh, vr yeah, are and augmented reality are becoming popular now so you're thinking like yeah. how can i you know take the brand and just bring into people's homes using all of the digitization that's happening right now and you yeah. know like you said a great entrepreneur is able to kind of read what's going to happen in the future and that's very future of work like embracing how's your business going to adapt with the times for sure and i think it's it, that that's kind of plays into part of being kind of like the smaller newer person you kind yeah, of have a yeah. chance to see that from a holistic perspective you know yeah. um the ceo of of neiman marcus or the ceo of j crew you probably don't get the chance to to think that okay um this person just closed down. How can we move to make sure we don't we don't avoid it, or yeah. how can we make sure we don't um, suffer the same fate? So having a uh, having a chance to be able to see other people's news and, and check on fashion news, whatever whatever it be, business fashion news that that are going on in the world, it gives you a chance to kind of just shape shape your own business and take you know their pros and cons. I'm a I'm a huge advocate of learning from other people's mistakes. Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Like, I am a huge advocate of, of learning from other people's mistakes. There's no. Yeah make the same mistakes um in order for me to 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 not learn from it to learn from it you know so like there's no it's very very clear that no one's going to be going into your stores anymore you know it's it's just that's just the reality of it so and 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 the result of that your online presence has to be strong you know has to be better so you know that's why that's that's why amazon is able to sustain all this and still stand you know on their own two feet that's why so many other companies that have been able to sustain all of this still stand on their own two feet so um, you know, just being able to, to take bits and pieces of companies that you, you know, that you used to envy or, or look towards as motivation. Mm-hmm. And now, OK, it can happen to them. It for sure can happen to me as well. You know, so just practicing and 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 taking little bits and pieces, bits and pieces here and there to improve and, and be better. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's so true. That's so true. So shout out to Sri, who is so shout out to Crystal. Let me show love mm-hmm. to Crystal first. Crystal saints all about network working that's yeah. that's Mrs. Hudson. you know Sri is wanting to ask you you know mr palumi in your early days of your side hustle what is your advice on time management to manage your day job and other side jobs oh oh that's huge that's huge that's huge um i think if you can if you can combine both into one do it right mm. if you can combine both into one please by all means do it that's the goal that's the ultimate goal for me personally um uh, my my end goal is to try and figure out a way to to kind of um, get into EY has a lot of visibility to big name companies. You know what I mean? That 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 we work with, uh, and the goal is to kind of merge my brand and that together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's to the point where now I'm I'm not working a, a a nine to five and then going home and doing you know the, the five to ten or five to twelve route. I'm I'm just working both things at the same time. But um, specific specific to the question, uh, my answer would be to prioritize. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like prioritize with, uh, if if your if your main job is with sourcing. And 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 um, financing your second your side hustle, 
and you should probably put your focus there first, right? Like let's yeah. not let's, let's secure what's already there, and then as you can, when you have the time, build on the other. You know what I mean? And it it, it helps to enjoy the side hustle. This is where the the passion kind of comes into play as well, right? Because mm. like I said, there's a lot of things out there that can make you money, but if you don't enjoy doing it, you're not you're just not going to be successful. You know what I mean? So if I don't I don't mind getting off of work and and making a suit. Why? Because I enjoy it, right? <laughs> yeah. So you do else, for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do for free for myself all the time, right? You know? So, like, uh, uh, for, but for someone else that doesn't, you know, really enjoy or have the, 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 the yeah. patience for it, it'll be annoying. You want to go to bed. You want to do some other stuff that you actually enjoy. That's why I think it's very, very important to make sure that you monetize something that you wholeheartedly enjoy. You know, I think that, that having that entrepreneurial mindset, mm. and don't get me wrong, not everything can be monetized. It's okay, but your time to probably figure out yeah. how to monetize as well. So, like, you know, if you can figure out something that you really, really enjoy um, and turn it into a, a monetary source of income, uh, you will save a, yourself mm. a lot of time, man. Just solve problems. Solve your problems that you think will be helpful and figure out a way to kind of push it towards being um, something that, you can be, that can be monetized. So, yeah, um, one, my, I guess to answer the question, one is have, have a passion for what you're doing. Have, mm. Is it just me, y'all, or has Palumi cut off a little bit? <laughs> ah, he's frozen. He's frozen, guys. So, Street, I believe Palumi is frozen. With that said, I am going to make sure that when he comes back on, we address your questions, Okay. Because Palumi is currently frozen right now. And he's going to be back. So while he's fixing the technical issue, I would love for you all to make some comments in the comments below. Taiwo, shout to you, man. Yes, he has cut off. He is definitely cut off. I hope he's going to be back. <laughs> but Taiwo, what are your thoughts, man? The process to starting a business. You know, how's that been for you? Because I know you're a super entrepreneur yourself. You know, Crystal, what are you building currently right now? Uh, Senna, what are you building right now? And what do you need help with? Would love to get your thoughts below as Palumi fixes this technical issue. And you're back. Hey. <laughs> I have no clue what happened, bro. It just <laughs> died. It's, my computer literally just, just died on me out of nowhere. Bro. Oh, but, man. Sorry man. about that. Um, oh, no worries, man. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> You're back. So, Crystal, so Crystal, yes, you know, yes. uh, I think, yeah. I think, they, I think the, the last part of what you were saying cut off, but let me go ahead and show some love to Crystal right now. She's uh, saying she's really into building a fitness, okay. a business around fitness and nutrition. But what were you saying before you cut off, Palumi? Um, yeah, I was essentially just saying that if as long as you have a passion for what you're doing, um, it won't feel like your time management. You know what I mean? You'll be able to just mm -hmm. do it freely to the point where it's becomes a part of your natural day. You know, um, um, you know, taking orders or projecting orders are it now becomes now it comes very, very easy to you as opposed mm -hmm. to uh, anything else. So 
um, uh, I think the the passion is where the start is, and then the time management aspect it figures itself out, man. Like mm. your weekends are fun now because you're doing what you love. Your after work is fun now. You look forward you look forward to getting off of work to doing what you're you know what you really really wholeheartedly enjoy. But like I said, man, just make sure that you're you're to handling what is potentially um, funding um, the side hustle as well. Yeah. So make sure you're prioritizing, Street. Shout out to Street. He mentioned he's in telecom technology, fintech, and disruption. That's super cool, Street. Shout out oh, to you, man. So let's oh, let's man. dive deep on remote work, man. You know, because in with okay. your in, in your full time role, you know, you do a lot of work around organizational design and and HR consulting. Yeah. You know, how do you think the current trends in remote work are changing the relationship organizations have with their workforce? Oh man, I think I think. I think a lot of companies being forced to, to adapt to the digital world, um, yeah. to be honest with you. Uh, EY, for example, right? I mean, honestly, this this falls for all big fours, Accenture, uh, uh, Northwood Goldman, all of the all of the major um, consulting firms are kind of all adapting to this this um, remote life, which is not a norm at all <laughs> before. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, for any consultants out there, they know that it's usually Monday through Thursday travel, um, and you're gone from your family, gone from your life, you're gone mm. from everything that you're that you're that you know to be true um four days out of the seven days of the week right um and i think now it's it's forced everyone to see that the work that we're doing is actually very very possible remotely you know what i mean Mm -hmm. a lot of the work in the world is done can be done remotely of course there's a few companies that the you know factories and stuff and of that nature but um specific to my industry um hr can be done remotely organizational design Mm -hmm. can be done remotely project management can be done remotely change management all can be done remotely. And I think this this pandemic is kind of showing that it's very, very possible to move forward in a digital remote world. You know, the priorities mm-hmm. and the desires, the desires of of um of the employee are now put to the forefront. You know what I mean? Like we spend more time with our employees than we spend with our own family. We spend more time, yeah. you know, on the road and at home with our own people, you know? So I think this kind of shows that the, that shouldn't be the priority. That shouldn't be the norm at all. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I should be seeing my wife and kids more than I see my coworkers. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? So like, this is someone that I, uh, someone that I, I chose to do life with, I should definitely spend more time with as opposed to someone that, I, that I'm working with. And then it's not to say that, you know, it's still, it's not needed, but I think in this day and age, the way things are, I don't think the normal is going to go back. I don't think it, ever, it can ever be back to the regular um, mm-hmm. formatting, you know? And, um, I encourage all companies to really dive in and and and, and shift their business of work on um, the future of work, um, especially when it comes to the um, if you have a high amount of millennials in your in your company. Yeah, this is this is this is normal for us, you know. Like we, <laughs> we're, we're always fun for us, you know what I mean. And yeah. Don't get me wrong, there are a few people that really wholeheartedly enjoy going into the office and doing this, which is you know I think having that option available is great, but making it mandatory is where the problem kind of lies, in my opinion. Mm. And then now you have like this where companies can't don't know what to do when oh everyone's at home okay then you can still work from home as long as you have your computer as long as you have the resources that you need to produce work you know we take off we take our calls via video we take our calls via zoom via teams so on and so forth you know as as, it just makes it a lot more of a digital world and from the financial aspect i think it saves so much money for all companies from the financial aspect you know being able to Mm -hmm. work from your home you don't need these giant buildings in downtown. You don't need this this brick and mortar um, um, offices that that are you know costing you so on so much so on so forth uh, monthly. You're able to, to refinance that and push that, that those funds elsewhere um, while still providing quality work. You know, I know specifically for EY, our revenues hasn't dropped at all. If anything, wow. our revenues have went up. 
over the past couple of months. Why? Because um, it's, it's it's exposing that the work that we, we do can, in fact, be done remotely. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, physically there um, um, from a from a weekly basis to, to achieve positive work. So, yeah, I think that's how the, the future of work is definitely moving with this current pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, now that workers are definitely prioritizing their family life, their health, you know, it's kind of yeah. like it's mm-hmm. on the onus for organizations similar to an EY, a Microsoft, all of these huge organizations to encourage that, to enable that and say, OK, we're going to design the workforce exactly. around exactly. how you want to design your life, not prioritizing work before your life. And I think it's going to it's going to ultimately raise the retention rate. You know, I think mm. one of the main reasons why people leave, uh, leave the consultant was because of the travel. The job is fun. The job is awesome. You know what I mean? What you're yeah. doing is, is very, very fun to do. You're making a huge impact. You're, you're creating organizational structure for big name companies. Who wouldn't want to do that, right? Yeah. But if I if you tell me that I can do that from the, the presence of or the, from the comfort of my own home, why would not I not take that? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't have to travel all around the world. And if I, <laughs> to do that, and I, I, if I do travel, it's my choice leisurely, mm-hmm. you know, personally, as opposed to business work and, and so on and so forth so you know i think it's just it just goes to show that the the, the digital world that all the millennials have been kind of preaching for uh for mm. you know years is now bringing bar to the forefront by force you know and you have no choice but to adjust to it yeah yeah you know I, and one of the things that we've talked about before too is this is this notion of values right you know and i want to get your thoughts on how you think mm-hmm. you know organizations can live truly live by their cultural values in this new climate? Um, I think everyone needs to change their values. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think everyone needs to change their values and, 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 and match it to, to the current, to, to the current set of what's, what's going on. You know what I mean? The values mm-hmm. can't be the same anymore. You know, the, the, the values that you've had since the 1900s cannot now carry you <laughs> through the 2020s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just not, <laughs> the environment is different. The air is different. You know, yeah. like everything is just is just different. I think it's, it's a matter of re- rethinking and redesigning for the future. You know, yeah. um, what's what's worked for you organizationally for the past hundred years or so, it's, it's the likelihood of it working for you moving forward. It's just not going to happen at all. You know, like yeah. it's just not it's just not feasible. There's a reason why these major cor- uh, corporations are are literally plummeting right now. You know, because they, they didn't mm-hmm. they didn't adjust to the time. They didn't move with the with the with the current state. I remember um, we did a project in New York, and the the company was doing great. They were they just they were celebrating their fifty years of of um, of work and within their HR. The wow. goal the goal was completely restructure HR. That was the actual point, mind you. They're celebrating HR for fifty years of success, but they also realized that okay, in order for us to have another fifty years, we need to adjust. We need to change this. Mm-hmm. We need to change that. We need to move with the times, and they did that. You know what I mean? And I'm very, very happy to be, you know, part of something um, of type of, of, of an ishi- initiative like that because normally you get a project that oh, you know, we're coming to kind of put out fires. We're coming to to to, to restructure things because something bad happened. But to come in into an environment of something good happened, a celebration at that on top of that, um, and then do good work for them and kind of shift mm-hmm. them for the next future, for the next fifty years to be able to celebrate even more. Um, I think that's a at the, that's the type of mindset that all corp- corporations should have moving towards this. You know, like yes, you know, this is the current this is the current. Um, situation that we're all dealing with globally everybody's dealing with this now mm. is a matter of okay how can we adjust 
and, and fix our workforce um, to one, be happy with the new setup of things and how can we stay relevant and, and continue driving revenue and continue driving um, client success um, and success stories um, within the future of work as we progress forward. You know, you just want to progress forward. You don't want to be left behind. You know, yeah. that's, the, that's the main goal of it all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and remaining adaptive too. So Tywa is saying with many brands like Nordstrom going digital, do you see any innovation in the online fashion space with big brands, believe me? Oh yeah, they have to. <laughs> they have to. Yeah. You know, at, at this point, there's no way for you not uh, not to um take your online presence. If anything, I think the, the online presence is a lot more focused. Um, it should be the main focus for all of these big name, big name um re retailers and so on and so forth. Because mm-hmm. uh that's the only way you're going to be able to essentially push forward and progress in this digital world. You know, millennials want to see cool things. And, and you know, I'm mm-hmm. I, a huge shout out to 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 go um uh, to go X Pro, our our fellow brother Michael yeah, Michael. Yeah, yeah, doing yeah. great work. I think yeah. <laughs> You know, I think what Mike is doing is extremely relevant into mm. into any and every single day and age, uh, but more so specifically now. Uh, you know, mm. and just rethinking your your online presence, rethinking how you 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 sell a product, how you present a product to the world, how you how you display it to the world, whatever it takes to to, to kind of entice someone to to want to uh, to make a purchase from your provider. You know, as, yeah. as opposed to just uh, you're banking on the history or your your brand loyalty of 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 hundreds of years ago now it's a matter yeah. of okay how do we rest and 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 shape up for the next hundred years so yeah that's you gotta move man. the times man you gotta move with the times shout out to michael mutakuti man he's <laughs> yeah, saying they can't survive running only brick yeah, and mortar yeah, stores and he's also saying change doesn't mean two <laughs> times better change should be 10 times better that's how you win and that applies to companies product yeah. process whatever it is Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree, man. That's great words. Yeah, great words. <laughs> really great words. You know, I want to ask you, uh, Palumi, you know, talk to us a little bit about the creative process that goes into designing one of your suits. I think the audience would love to know. Yeah, uh, this is where the fun um, kind of falls for me, man. I really, really yeah. enjoy the, the creative design for it. So I'm a very, very tutorial classic um type of person i love the i don't know why but like the the james bond type of feel is what i always go for you know i think i think everything mm. should be celebrated in a, in a tuxedo or suit you know i think mm. major things in life should, should be commemorated with a tuxedo or suit if you look at the the history of things you know when you win an award what do you wear a tuxedo yeah. or suit when you when you go to a professional meeting what do you wear tuxedo or suit when you go to your wedding what do you wear tuxedo or suit you know important things in life um are celebrated with a tuxedo or suit you know, wow. and that's that's just a that's just a fact of it. You know, outside outside of outside of of you know bringing life into this world, like birth, mm. there's not too many things that you that you don't have a tuxedo suit wearing it as far as celebration <laughs> goes. So um, you'll be surprised. Some people yeah, have a right? when it comes to their their wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you know, I say all that to say that when it comes when I think of my my design, I think of what someone would mm-hmm. wear to one of these events. I think of what someone would wear to to celebrate life, to celebrate success, to celebrate um, you know, um them pushing forward, achieving a goal, whatever it may be, you know. So I try and design my my pieces to to that specific environment. You know, I put myself mm. in uh, you know, like I, I put myself in those positions. Like, okay, if I was in this position, what would I wear? If I was in this position, what would I wear? And that helps me really, really design it and kind of rethink. And that kind of helps with kind of reassuring myself into a lot of things as well. You know, at, at manifestation is real, right? We all understand that it's manifestation true. is very, very powerful. So 
Yeah, when I when I when I picture myself in these environments, when I picture myself in these situations, I kind of already like I'm and my mindset already have what I'm going to wear when it happens. You know what I mean? So I already have what I'm going to wear when it happens. So I really encourage my clients um, to to think of like think of your your think of you as a successful individual. You're getting the, the biggest award of your life, right? You're you, you're getting the Nobel yeah. Peace Prize. You're getting the Mark Twain Prize. You're getting you know a Grammy, <laughs> an Emmy, an Oscar, whatever it may be, right? What would you wear? And then we we design it together. You know, I know what I would wear. I know what I would feel like. If you were to do it, if you would have got get, if you went up there fifteen times, right? Every single time you would wear something different, right? What would that mm. be? You know, so like really helping them shape their minds to to exactly like how would you celebrate a success in your life? How would you ce- mm. celebrate meaning the love of your life? How would you celebrate, um, you know, um. Uh, closing a major deal that's going to set you you and your family up your 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 kids kids for the rest of your life how would you like what would you what would you want to be wearing during that time yeah. and it helps with the designing of the of the, you know what i mean so i think it also helps with just manifesting great things in your life man and and, and mm. through clothing right you manifest great things through clothing and and you kind of put yourself in that position to to achieve um and naturally life has a way of just gravitating you towards that as well too so yeah. um i really try and and, and implement that in those design sessions with my with my um with my clients i love that man i love that you know hafiz says your sister has been trying to get him suited by your brand and he'll definitely be making time <laughs> to get measured and tailored by you man <laughs> oh man i look forward to it bro. <laughs> i look forward to it man. you know what my sister is one of my biggest fans. I really appreciate her, man. My sister is one of my biggest, my family. <laughs> when it comes to this stuff, they always push it forward, man. I really, really appreciate them, man. Blessings, so shout out man. to her for sure. <laughs> Blessings. You know, it's truly been a joy having you on the podcast episode, man. Palumi, where can people Thank follow you. your work and, you know, the, the movement that you're creating with the Palumi OK oh, yeah. brand? For sure, man. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on on. Uh, Instagram as well as Twitter is Palumi Oki underscore. Um, and that's P E L U M I O K E underscore. Um, and as far as my personal pages, which is essentially the same thing, um, if you want to keep up with my personal life, um, feel free to do so. Um, at and this is Twitter and Instagram at uh, P O Flame. That's P O F L A M E. And um, yeah, man, uh, I'm happy to chat with anyone, talk to anyone. You know, I'm an open book, man. Reach out if you want to, if you need anything, if anything I can help with, I'm happy to help. So Taiwo is asking, you know, what are some of the challenges in this? So last question goes to our awesome frequent viewer, Taiwo. He says, what are some of the challenges you have in the fashion space, man, as you're building your company? Uh, scaling. I think scaling yeah. is always going to be an issue for any up and coming, you know, because essentially, uh, you know, let's be honest here. A suit is a suit, right? A suit is a, a good quality suit is a suit, good quality suit anywhere. Mm. So, you know, anywhere from my mind to, to someone else that's doing the same thing but i think what what can set you apart is you the individual the, the face mm-hmm. of it the, the person behind it how you carry yourself how you approach these clients how aggressive you are um of course you know the pricing so on so on and so, more, uh, so on and so forth so there's a lot of people doing what i do but i think i believe what sets me apart is my the mindset that i bring to it um the perspective that i bring to it and um the longevity aspect of it as well you know i'm just mm-hmm. not i'm not looking to sell you a suit I'm looking to build, you know, your character up if I can. I'm looking to to manifest in your life. I'm looking to to speak positively into your life. I'm looking to to you know uh, be sure that I'm around. Exactly, you know, like it's not a it's not just a take. 
I'm not just here to take, I'm here to give as well, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I encourage everyone, not even just, you know, in a fashion space in general, man, um, if you're, if you're looking to do anything, just don't look to take, 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 look at how you can give, um, and, and, and pour into other people, man, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Great question, Ty. Well, with that said, thank you so much to the amazing God community for viewing this latest episode of Unleashing the Future of Work, a God podcast. Thank you, Palumi, for finding time and making this one of my favorite episodes thus far, Palumi, man. You are awesome. And I wish you amazing blessings and momentum and everything that you're building with that said if you are interested in being on a future episode of unleashing the future of work a guy podcast check us out utfow.com utfow.com if you are interested in sponsoring or being a guest with that said you all i hope you all have a great afternoon i will be talking to you all tomorrow peace love and talk to you soon <laughs> <laughs> bro